Change makers in today's society are not just those who get on the field and do the work, but they are also the ones who bridge the gap and enable the latter to do it. They bridge the gap between intent and impact. Today we have with us one such change maker who has been a catalyst in bringing change in so many people's life by making their dreams a reality. We have with us founder and CEO of Keto, Mr. Varun Sheth. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me over. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great. How about you? I'm fantastic. It's a pleasure to meet you and I'm quite thrilled to know about what Keto is and what is crowdfunding exactly and how is it taking shape in India? Sure. So crowdfunding is a very simple concept of uh, bringing a large group of people together to support any kind of project. So the project could be in healthcare, education, some startup idea, uh, someone's personal need, travel, could be anything whatsoever. Okay. But the concept is that how do you bring a large community together uh, to give small sums of money and fund a project. Crowdfunding as an idea has always been available offline, uh, has been there through generations where small local communities have pooled in money together to uh, build some structure, build some infrastructure, right. help someone in their locality, uh, fund someone's education. Could be for so many reasons. Uh, it's, we've just brought it back in a uh, in a new avatar, but uh, bringing it online, right. uh, making it more transparent, accountable, uh, and using social media to get more people to participate. Right. So basically, the ones who need money, instead of banging doors of everyone, you just throw it online and people are yeah. willing to help you out yeah and here you spend so much time online on your phone all the time yeah so just so much easier just to bang people <laughs> through <laughs> through a phone rather than just banging at the door right 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 so how did keto come up and uh, how did you and kunal kapoor uh, join sure. hands together so the idea came about almost seven years back now right uh, the thought was simple is that kunal and i were looking to do something impactful that would add lots of value to the society Right. Uh, change people's lives and uh, one of the big thoughts was you know how to help people with funding uh, right. the world always worked seven years back or ten years back uh, before crowdfunding became popular uh, around you being able to raise only money through debt going to a bank or taking right. a loan or through equity funding you know selling shares mm-hmm. of your company uh, we always thought that to be another medium uh, where people could go and arrange money go right. arrange funding from uh, and uh, we started more thinking more about ways how the internet could play a role to bridge that gap between people who want to raise money and people who would want to give money uh, right. and give money without any having any expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you always come across so many things where you feel like, so I wish I was a part of that project. I would right. put my giving 50 rupees or 100 rupees mm-hmm. just to be a part of it, put my name on it. Uh, and the thought was that uh, there are a lot of people out there who want to help, who want mm-hmm. to support, who want to back something that is unique, interesting, innovative, was helping someone. And uh, that's how the idea came about and then we started working on it. Wow, brilliant. So that was the time seven years back when internet was just booming and e-commerce sites were coming up. And at the time when uh, people did not have a lot of trust on online transactions. So how did you match that expectations? Sure. So initially, of course, it was tough for us as well. Uh, When we started, now almost six years back yeah uh, where uh, 
it was difficult it was a nascent industry online and true online industry in itself was very nascent uh, and uh, to be honest we also grew with the industry you know yeah uh, if we had probably started this 10 years back we would have failed in the first 2 3 years right. but over the last 5 years we've known how the whole online business has boomed right more people coming online more people transacting ease of transactions so many more mechanisms to transact you know so many new types of transacting through upi wallets online offline all that stuff so all that has just helped us to grow as well and i think we you know we went with the wave right right uh, it way and the wave was going up uphill so we got uh, pulled with it there's a big uh, community of ngos who want to uh, get the funds along and keto has been a helping hand to it and is is there only ngos who can get the most or how can anyone get the most of the platform for so so one is uh, a lot of people come on keto wanting to raise money but they're not sure right. why they want the money or how right. they want to use it just just come and put up the project without uh, having complete clarity in terms of why that money is required right so we see those projects fail the most you know mm-hmm. where the person who is trying to crowdfund is only not sure uh, completely in terms of why and how what they need the money for right so that is the most important thing you know uh, when you come and put up a project on keto you want to be very very sure about that why you need the money now you know mm-hmm. that's always a question why now yeah. uh, why not after 6 months why not after 12 months uh so why you need the money now right. how that money is going to really help you move your project forward and what is going to be the impact of that money so people who have extreme clarity on that uh mm-hmm. generally are the ones who are more successful right. uh crowdfunding on the platform but in case of many other uh, traditional forms of uh fundraising which is the equity share or uh, you are taking a loan from a bank or any other private uh institute so it's a much quicker quicker process that it is compared to a crowdfunding source so in that way how can one uh like get it asap uh so again the minute you have clarity in terms yeah. of what you need the money for why you need it uh then it can move really fast right uh, where you come on the website you click on start a fundraiser you fill up the form add all the information uh add all the details in terms of what you need the money for the pictures videos text once you put it up you're online everybody can see you right. you know you can start raising money you can start sharing it we've had projects which have raised you know 50 50 lakh rupees in in two days in 48 hours wow <laughs> so uh because the person running the campaign had extreme clarity what is why it right. is and why now so if you come planned mm-hmm. then it becomes extremely easy if you come unplanned just like anything you know right. it's just not going to it's not going to work for you the time also depends on the person the project and how he wants to make it further completely yeah i believe a lot of help from keto has been gone towards the recent kerala floods which came in correct so how was it how was the experience and how did you manage all that correct yeah. so firstly we were very very sad with what happened yeah. in kerala it was rather very very unfortunate yes uh, so Indeed. many lives destroyed uh so much lost uh that pain is very very difficult to digest is unbearable mm, i would say very much uh we as an organization wanted to stand up and do our bit and wanted to see how we can use expertise mm-hmm. uh to help people who've been affected so we went about uh, tying up with local 
non-profits that we knew uh, were, uh, were working on the ground and were going to start launching projects to rehabilitate right. people. So we got all these organizations on board. Uh, we said, okay, let's start setting up crowdfunding campaigns. Let's start reaching out to more people. Let's start getting more people to collaborate. Uh, right. We were able to raise close now over two crores. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we were able to raise two crores in like 15, 16 days, yeah. uh, deploy the money quickly, uh, put it in the right organizations. And uh, we recently went there for a follow-up. Wow. Uh, my co-founder Kunal was there. He spent a few days meeting organizations, meeting beneficiaries, uh, taking a stock of the situation. Right. So yeah, it was uh, it was a rather unfortunate event, but uh, uh, we just went all in to do our best and to help the people of Kerala. People like you are helping it to make Kerala back on the food again. <laughs> Hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed. I think everybody in this country needs to play their part. Yes, uh, everybody needs to step up the game. Uh, it's just not us and our community, but I think uh, uh, the need is so large yes. that no one person or no one organization can fulfill it. Uh, so the more people who can get involved, the better. Very nice. You recently attended the goalkeeper summit. Correct. How was the experience? What 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 talks took place there? And yeah, it was. How was uh, Keto going to be a part of it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just this one fine day, got an email from Bill and Melinda Gates, wow. uh, inviting uh, inviting me over for the goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't heard about it before, but uh, I then just went online and saw. Wow, so it was a pretty cool event. True. So I think last year they had uh, President Obama, mm-hmm. Malala, uh, over there as speakers. Right. And this year, I got lucky. They had uh, President Macron, Kela uh, Satyarthi, uh, and some really noble people right. uh, who had come down. I think uh, her name is Nurad. Nurad? Yeah, Nurad, who just won the Nobel Peace, Nobel Prize, Peace Prize this year. She was there. She spoke about her experience. Uh, so, yeah, just got a mail and I was on a, <laughs> on a flight out. <laughs> wow. So, what, what took place over there? So it was an interesting event. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's one of the coolest events I've been to, <laughs> conferences. Right. Uh, because generally you have these conferences where people are just talking one after the other. And, right. You know, at, a, at after lunch, you're like, your eyes can't <laughs> stay open. But they had a good mix where they yeah. had a uh, lot of politicians, uh, right. uh, Nobel Prize winners, uh, you know, young influencers come and talk, which was mixed with... Uh, you know people coming and performing so that Ed Sheeran come and perform to keep you awake <laughs> so it was a mix where people are talking the inspirational talks but then there is a bit of entertainment as well mm-hmm. so you know it's just not one just people talking one it after it the makes other it boring. <laughs> yeah, it makes it boring <laughs> so it was fun and it was good yeah. fun to meet everybody a lot of inspiring people from across the world right. so yeah fun experience <laughs> What kind of campaigns are being created as of now? Like uh, there are, of course, very uh, diverse content which is there on the website. But apart from that, uh, there are NGOs which are there. There are uh, there are many people who needs help on their startups as well or their projects. So how how is it being taking place? So we have uh, campaigns happening across all causes, mm-hmm. uh, be it startups or be it healthcare, education. Yeah. Uh, our larger category right now is healthcare right so people helping people funding help them fund with their healthcare treatments mm-hmm. uh, so that has gained a lot of popularity okay. on the platform uh, once somebody sets up a campaign uh, there's an account manager that gets assigned right. and then they work with the account manager to uh, see how the campaign can be improved what can be done better 
better pictures, stories, etc. Whatever right. would work, make the campaign be more successful. That's where we come in. Wow. So, just like podcasting, even crowdsourcing in India is a nascent industry. I can say. Yeah. So, how how can uh, people like you and me bring awareness to these people who who have a cause, who think that they have an intention, but to make an impact? How can crowdsourcing be approached to them? I think it's getting pop, it's getting popular, right? I think uh, I think it's an evolution. If you look at it uh, anywhere, uh, people first uh, come online for basic information, yeah, uh, to get you know simple information about the weather, about uh, <laughs> the stock market, or uh, just connecting, being in touch with their friends through social media, through yeah. Facebook, WhatsApp, uh, and I think as the market gets starts getting more mature, uh, then you know niche platforms like keto like podcasting right. all starts coming in play become starts becoming more popular so i think uh, uh i think the way it's working is that if you look at it, the top 100 150 million people hmm. uh, uh, the internet users are getting more mature right uh, the next 150 300 400 million people have just come online so they're just getting used to your facebooks and your whatsapp and uh, your basic tools of the internet google and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, and maybe the next 500 million people who come online will also go through a revolution true uh, so it's an evolution i would say i think uh, it just takes time uh, where first once people are used to using the internet mm-hmm. for the basic needs then they try to look for something like a crowdfunding or you yeah. know podcast or crowdsourcing and stuff like that i am emphasizing on this part because Initially, when you started Keto, it must have been difficult to convince people about crowdsourcing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, uh, it, it was. was it, it was. Like? <laughs> it was difficult. Uh, it took its time. Mm-hmm. I would say, it took its time. It uh, we went through the rejections and failures, uh, and uh, uh, just like it, yeah, we just don't give up. You just keep trying. How did you convince people? <laughs> that is what I'm uh, really curious to know because forget people funding the cause. Funding the company itself is a difficult task. To yeah. Where, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I I would say that after a point, uh, uh, lot of lot of failures led to some luck. <laughs> uh, so got rejected by 120, 125 investors, uh, and uh, the one fine day we got called uh, to uh, Calcutta, out of okay. all the places in the country, <laughs> and I never been to Calcutta before that in my life uh, that hey there's some pitch happening over right. there why don't you fly down mm-hmm. and they were doing it for the first time over there back okay. there five, five years back so I said I, had to, I can't afford a ticket to Galkida you know right. five years back the ticket was for some 20 yeah. grand or something right so I so, said okay you know you'll fly down you know it's something new for us mm-hmm. nobody comes to comes to Calcutta to pitch yeah to the company <laughs> people either go to Delhi or Bangalore exactly or Bombay <laughs> right yeah so then I flew down and just, yeah. And the investors said, oh, wow, somebody's come. Let's just give that person money. So five <laughs> more people come. We know to Algeda to pitch. So, yeah. That's an interesting story. Where <laughs> offbeat places give new directions. Yeah, true. I believe uh, crowdfunding on the online sector started close to 10 years back during uh, the recession period, which was there in the US and India. That's when the major crowdfunding apps and websites came up. So, what are, what is it that they are doing over there, and 
it just started in india few years back with you so what is the difference between the things which are taking place in the us and uk and india i think uh, in terms of different i would say people are funding similar stuff okay people are raising money for similar stuff uh, like they are doing it in the us uk or in india mm-hmm. i just feel that there's just not enough people doing it in india uh quantities less yes because i think that at this point in time crowdfunding is known to everybody in the us mm-hmm. or everyone in the uk if not everyone i would say 90% people right but in india still it's 10% or 5% of the market mm-hmm. have really know about crowdfunding or have heard about crowdfunding right so it's just the sheer size in terms of how many people Uh, have been touched with crowdfunding over there compared to your i think it's it's it'll take its time but yeah we'll right. get there considering ngos you just give a donation and like it's a form of goodwill gesture which you every individual does that but in case of a startup or a project which is there online so what can the funder get from that is there any expectation value which is set or do they get any rewards which are there on uh, like the abroad countries So there are rewards listed. Okay. So for campaigns, campaigns, campaigners do get an option to list rewards, right? Uh, which are related to their campaign mm-hmm. and what they're doing, uh, and uh, uh, and yeah, those are the rewards that uh, donors generally get, right? As listed on the campaign. So equity uh, crowdfunding is still not there in India. It's not yet legalized, right? Correct. So while it is there, certain laws are already made in the. abroad countries so what is it that they are waiting for or rather i can say that what is missing in the current system which needs to be added so that even people who can uh, who are investing can be a part of that uh, stakeholders i think uh, equity crowdfunding as a market it's, it's going to take some time right i think rather than legal and regulation all that stuff mm. i think is just the number of people who are looking to invest right uh, equity investing in like the stock market mm-hmm. has just picked up in india in the last couple of years if you look right. at the data mm-hmm. the number of people participating and uh, majority of the people participating in india the new people are entering are all participating through mutual funds so they're right. not investing directly in equities right so unless if you look at a funnel unless the guy is not equ- investing in equity in a listed market in equity mm-hmm. for him to invest through a equity crowdfunding website is <laughs> extremely difficult yeah they don't Because have that belief system there's no liquidity you can't get mm-hmm. out once you invest and like right. stock market you can go in the market and sell mm-hmm. your stock tomorrow if you want to cash out right so i think it's going to take some time i think once you see that market space of right people investing equity go up hmm. you will start seeing uh, more people uh, right coming in equity crowdfunding so what challenges are there now right now like how how challenging is the system right now not just to equity invest but even for crowdfunding i think uh, from a challenge perspective of course there are multiple challenges so mm-hmm. one is that uh, it would uh, from a regulation standpoint right so crowdfunding is not considered for donations as a as uh, there's no regulation around it 
it's not law around it right so it would be good that if if some regulations created around it so even for the new players coming in mm-hmm. existing players there are certain rules and guidelines that need to be followed uh in so as of now there are no rules at all no it's just you create your own rules right <laughs> so it's there be a good thing and a bad thing both right yeah so i think that's one challenge mm-hmm. i think uh, second challenge is, is in terms of uh people the newer audiences that are coming on the platform all think crowdfunding is that you just put up your campaign and money will start coming mm-hmm. they look at it as a free money right product mm-hmm. you just put something up and money will just start pouring it and if the money does not come they start but not us. everyone even uh, not everyone invest in them right they don't <laughs> yeah. they don't but people's expectations are tomorrow if you are putting up a project you think that money will just start pouring in right day after tomorrow and if the money does not come in it's the platform's fault okay so that misconception of how mm. crowdfunding works is not enough clarity people's mind they just think they just hear they just read it somewhere that uh, somebody put it up on keto and they got money and they feel that they also should get the money and if they don't get money it's keto's fault <laughs> so that users learning and understanding about right. the space has to significantly evolve, evolve and increase right over the time it will yeah so it's a population of 1.2 billion plus people to that what is the future of crowdfunding in india and keto specifically i think we're still at a very uh, early stage in india uh, around crowdfunding i think uh, uh, we've not even touched 1% of the people that we can right uh and i think that uh, there's a long 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 way to go uh, india is a country which has very strong needs yeah uh rich poor gap is very large very It's getting much. bigger uh there are enough problems in the social space if you look at healthcare education mm-hmm. uh environment women empowerment right so the need is always going to be there true for for a platform like this uh it's only that people need to evolve and understand it more uh and as more people keep coming in the system right uh, that pool of people who can donate to campaigns will also significantly increase right so when when we say about evolution so what evolution should take place the maturity quotient what is it like i think that evolution is very it will happen naturally mm-hmm. uh where a more people come online uh b more people transact online c people's uh, people have you start using online mediums right. to transact these people start trusting online systems today that's a big thing which is not even there right now correct <laughs> okay. so like today it's only people age group of say 18 to 30 35 who just who trust online my father right. still doesn't trust the online world you know he still needs few years to, back he needed my to touch <laughs> to touch something or feel something to mm-hmm. uh transact on to transact right he still is the offline guy yeah so i feel that uh, that evolution needs to happen where uh, that that older age group mm-hmm. 25 plus uh, like i'm sure you and i if i want to buy something i'll just buy it online i don't True. need for me trust is not the barrier right of me not getting what i've paid for mm-hmm. but for large population in india it still is yeah and it'll take some time but it'll happen very well and is there any threshold where uh, 
a minimum number of funds should be raised in your platform is, is there anything like that no not at all no or any minimum there's nothing minimum in <laughs> no <laughs> you have been given the title of forbes 30 and the 30 and 40 and the 40 so what is your message for the youth who wants to become entrepreneurs and who wants to make a change in the society i think uh, i would say my message is start now okay uh, people who want to create a change or be the change hmm. uh, you don't need to think when you can start uh, if you want to do it now is the best time right uh, there's no better time than now uh, because everything in life will come back but your youth won't come back right time is something that you can't reverse uh, or you can't get it back money house car everything is all materialistic you can always lose it today get it back tomorrow and lose it day after right so take advantage of the youth that you have the time that you have uh, and take that opportunity if you have an idea you want to work towards something uh, get a team together get people who believe in you right believe in your idea uh and just give it a shot uh give it 100% give it all uh give it your life uh and don't stop even if you fail keep trying on the same thing <laughs> on the same thing or something mm-hmm. else well, you know if x does not work move to y <laughs> you always listen to the data if it's not working you move if that doesn't work you move no one made it right or big in the first go people tried multiple times wow that's some great insights from you varun and thank you for coming on the show thank you for thank having you. me at keto and thank you so much i'm sure we will do some more episodes in future thank you so much and how can one connect with you online i uh, anybody wants to reach out to me can uh, reach out to me on varun that's v a r u n at the rate keto.org that's k e t o dot org wow that's awesome and if you guys have liked the episode make sure you comment your feedback because that is what please do that is what help us grow and that is what also help us improvise to share such inspiring stories to the crowd i agree thank you please <laughs> thanks uh, follow us on instagram facebook twitter at eplog media thank you very much listen to the podcast on all the podcasting apps which you have and of course eplog.media website thanks <laughs> thank you